Welcome to Lemon Lessons for Leading Life. I am your host, Jeffrey Sendejas. Join me as we find and discuss motivational quotes and grow as leaders together. Ever wonder where the phrase, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade comes from? Let's talk about it. Alright, so we've all heard, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. We've probably heard it through television, through radio, through people. I mean, how many times do people give you this wise advice and just try to put a spin on it, right? Well, when the life gives you lemons, just make lemonade, as they say. Uh, um, or whenever you're reading and trying to grow and you read it across leadership books or books in general, right? So we've, we've heard this, and this is a common theme that we have um, come across in our lives. Um, but where does it start? Where, where does it originate from? Who started it? Who's the first person? And why did they even say it? Well, I was looking around the web, and on handwiki.org, I found that this was actually first said and coined by a Christian anarchist. His name was Albert Hubbard, and this was back in 1915. Now, the interesting part to this, though, is he wrote it within an obituary. So the obituary is, is entitled, The King of Jesters. Now, Albert wrote this for an actor, Marshall Pinckney Wilder. Now, this individual had a disability, and so Albert wrote it in the obituary to signify um, Wilder's optimistic attitude and all his achievements and acknowledgments that he had accomplished throughout his life in the face of his adversity, that he wasn't just held down um, by his scenarios, his situations, but he was able to stand up, rise above and live life to such, such great heights. So now let's create a little bit more of a real-life application here. So what does it mean, right? Well, when you find yourself in a tough situation, how do you respond through adversity? That's kind of where this is getting at. Um, Some examples here are, you know, maybe you lose a job, right? Um... Maybe there's budget cuts or something, and you get the axe and no more job. Or you're running late for work. You are maybe having car trouble. You wake up late, stuck in traffic. Uh, Maybe you forgot your lunch and had to go back up and grab it. Um, Maybe there's an unexpected loss in the family, right? Um, Or a divorce or a breakup in a relationship, um, or as, as Marshall Wilder found himself, maybe you too have a disability. There are six categories of adversity. Everything seems to be under one of these different umbrellas or silos. Um, you may have a physical adversity. 
Uh, think of that more of an injury. You are playing football or a sporting event or a have a car accident and you have an injury. And this creates life-changing damage and now life looks completely different. There is also a mental adversity, emotional adversity, social, spiritual, and financial adversities as well. Um, Now that we know the six different categories of adversity, I want to take a step back to running late for an event, whether that is an appointment or work, whatever it is, how many times do we leave late or leave thinking we have enough time and we end up being late? And it's because we got stuck in traffic because there's a wreck ahead. Well, it's okay to be upset. It is okay that I am frustrated because the person in front of me is not going. However, the real person I need to be upset or frustrated with is myself, is me. I need to look in the mirror here because I should have left earlier, right? Now, we can't predict the future, and so you never know what is on the road. Um, However, I shouldn't have just waited to the last minute to leave, right? So now, here I am, stuck in traffic, frustrated, upset, waiting, waiting, still waiting. Now what? Well, the next thing really from here that I should be doing is embrace the situation, Yeah, I'm stuck in traffic. Yep, I'm going to be late for my appointment. Maybe I just call ahead, give them a heads up, let them know what's going on, right? But I can't change the fact that there is traffic. I can't change the fact that there is a wreck. And here I am, all consumed about me, me, me. However... I need to be a little bit more reflective in this scenario. I mean, had I left on time, who knows? That could have been me in that wreck. And I would have been the one causing traffic for other people. So although I may not understand the why, it is okay that we don't understand the why. It is okay to understand that, yes, this is the present situation. This is what's going on. However... To not wallow in my current situation. So this brings me to, what does this create? Well, first and foremost, it builds character. It also builds resiliency. Resiliency in the sense that although we may get knocked down time and time and time and time again in this thing that we call life, we will not stay down. We pick ourselves up. We grab our things and we move forward to accomplish something greater. Transformative in the essence that things may not look how they used to before. However, we are adapting, we are modifying, we are shifting our mindset into a positive outlook to continue to grow and be successful. Action-oriented, we are doing something about it. This makes this come very much to life, as we have to do something. We can't expect things to get better if we sit there. 
If we don't take action for ourselves, what are we doing? How are we growing? Simply put, how are we making lemonade from lemons if we aren't taking action? Optimistic. Now, this one's a tricky one because optimism and realism go side by side. Now, I'm not saying that being positive poly and living in ignorance is what's going to help overcome this adversity. What I am saying is there is a sense of positivity with realism, and that is what creates this optimistic viewpoint of, yes, this situation is difficult. This situation is extremely challenging and possibly life-altering. However, even through this, I will not lose hope nor allow it to consume me and keep me down. Lastly, humbleness. Goodness, will this create so much humbleness because it really forces all of us to gain perspective and appreciation of everything we do have in life. It's hard to see what this is at times whenever there is that darkness and we're in the midst of adversity. But when you take that step back and the fog clears up, wow, there is so much to be grateful for. Now, what do we do in the face of adversity? Well, first and foremost, we need to come to terms with reality. We do not need to be consumed with the it is not fair mentality. Why me mentality and allow bitterness to consume each and every single one of us. Do not become captive of your emotions. Let me repeat that. Do not become captive of your emotions. Instead, learn to live with the adversity and push forward. Yes, This is a difficult time. Yes, this is the situation at hand. Let me embrace it and make the most out of it. Something else is counseling or finding a group of individuals or group meetings to go and have conversations and and receive help. There is nothing absolutely wrong with seeking help. There should be no shame in going out and seeking betterment for yourself with these situations and circumstances. It is perfectly appropriate to go find yourself, your friends, and say, hey, let's go out for a bowling night. And you have these deep conversations. Or even better, hey guys, let's do a, let's do a lunch, right? And, and you have those conversations of what is going on. Sometimes you just need a listening ear to gain different perspectives Or you find yourself trapped and you just don't know. And sometimes these life experiences that get shared is what we need in order to overcome this adversity. If we've never been in these situations before, it is very difficult to know what the next step is. And it could feel very overwhelming as we possibly don't feel like we are equipped or know what to do in order to overcome this and move on and grow and put this in the rearview mirror. As for the next point, analysis and pivot. 
Sometimes we need to shift directions if an opportunity doesn't arise. Example, yes, if you lose a job, okay. However, what are the skills that you learned or took from that job and how can you apply them for something else? Just because a job was lost doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go back into that same career path. This could open up so many other doors of things that you possibly never even imagined. Or even better, the individual who is maybe afraid of branching out and starting their own company or working for themselves, and this is what they needed. This loss of a job actually turned into something very amazing for them. Because now, you have to take that leap. You have to take that chance on yourself and have the opportunity to and be probably successful. Now, this next point here, bird's eye view, goes back to that notion of gaining perspective as for the why. That yes, we don't understand the why. As I mentioned earlier, I had car trouble, but on my way to work, there was a nasty wreck. However, If I would have been out the door on time or taken the same route or I didn't have car trouble, whatever the scenario is, that possibly could have been me in that wreck. It is extremely difficult to take a step back from a situation at the very time that it is happening because emotions tend to cloud our judgment. However, when we are able to do this, We are able to gain a perspective and see a bigger picture of what is truly going on that we probably didn't at the moment, and it will help us guide our decisions through each step of the way to be more successful. Now, this last one here, I think is one of the most powerful ones of all. For those that are believers in Christ, in adversity, turn to prayer and search and ask for peace. It may not necessarily be the outcome that we desire, nor do we have an understanding, but giving it to God to help guide and lead us through these circumstances, through these adversities is so, 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 so powerful. And it doesn't have to be something elaborate. It could simply just be, hey, big guy, please help guide me. I'm struggling right now. Or, hey, God, uh, I may not understand what's going on, but I trust you. Please lead me through this. Now, how do we make that ripple effect? How do we carry this forward as leaders and impact others? Well, leaders are present and available first and foremost. If you see someone who is struggling or doesn't seem to be themselves, Stop and ask how they are doing. Oftentimes we avoid these conversations. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. And we move on, right? But how many times do we as leaders stop and genuinely ask and listen? How well do we know our team? How strong is the culture in the workforce that we're at? I mean, we spend 40 plus hours a week there. If it is a terrible culture, those 40 hours drag out to seem like 60, right? So if you have a strong, strong culture or even great relationship with employees across the board and coworkers, 
you'll be able to pick up on these different uh, characteristics of people. If you see someone who just seems off today, hey, don't be afraid to go and ask. It's okay to go and ask and be humans and interact. Sometimes all that people are looking for is that person to ask so that they can then divulge and let others in to get help. Oftentimes it is extremely challenging to get help because we don't want to be viewed as being a burden or we may feel a sense of shame within inside of us because we don't want to ask for help and we allow pride to take over. Additionally, though, as leaders, you know, it's okay to pray for others. Don't be afraid of it. You can even pray with someone if they want you to or simply just say, hey, I'll keep you in my thoughts and prayers. If you're not religious, hey, I'll send good vibes to you. Now, the next point is leading by example. Depending on your role, but we're all leaders though, how do others see you face adversity? Do they see you as the person who is putting out fires, who is running around like a chicken with their head cut off, stressed about everything? Or do they see you as consistent and dependable throughout? Now, this looks very different because it's all circumstantial. However, if you are the person who is constantly putting out fires, it is extremely difficult to know when something is truly in adversity and urgent versus something that is a bump in the road, right? If you are consistent and dependable all the way through, and then something happens, and people then pick up on the notion of, whoa, this person is stressed a little bit more than usual, they are probably going to feel more inclined to ask and see if you are doing okay or how you are. And so it's important to be consistent through all those storms and the trials and tribulations, right? Um, To be that leader for everyone, to be that guidepost, and so that we can help others throughout as well. Now, I truly hope that you gained an appreciation and new perspective to when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And if you find yourself in adversity, that you may truly overcome it and persevere to the highest of levels. Until next time, subscribe and remember to soar high like eagles and lead on.